Joyce. What a nice beginning. Good morning, everyone. My name is Susan, and I welcome you to Unity Center for Positive Living. We will start today with the daily word, and the word for today is care. The affirmation is, I am here and I care. Sometimes my heart goes out struggling. Other times my heart breaks when I learn of another's devastating news. In these moments, I feel the urge to help. I pray, affirming healing, peace, or comfort. I may offer financial support or material goods. I might call on the phone or visit in person. Even so, I may feel my efforts are not enough, especially when needs are great. But the impulse to care is in many people, the activity of God streaming through so many hearts and hands. As I join my efforts with theirs, I trust we can lift up even the most dire situation. I am a caring presence ready to help, serve, and love. And from 1 Thessalonians 2.8, So deeply do we care for you that we are determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you have become very dear to us. And we will sing Surely the Presence together while Joyce accompanies us. There is only one presence and one power, active as the universe and as my life, God the good. And our welcoming song this morning is the 12 powers. It's on page 163 or up on the screen.
and now it's time to greet our neighbor. So go for it. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Put all those Zoomer spaces up there. Good morning. Good morning. Good, you? Hi there. Hi, John. Hey. Good morning. I'm Tom. You have to stand on your tippy toe if you can't see it. Well, I can bring the steps to it. Well, well. Tell me your name again, Garen, was it? Hello. Garen. Hello, Roomers. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. Yes, sir. This is Darren. Hi, Darren. This is Eileen. Where are you from? Where are you moving in from? Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Howdy. Howdy. What's that? Yay, you We're can do it. You 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 can do with all the background noise. No. Are you going to be able to serve with service? You need to because it, all your conversation at home is heard through the. Uh, okay. I, well, that's because my half pushed the unmute button. We were unmuted, so now I'm okay. I can mute. You need to keep muting. Uh, yeah. All right. Welcome, everyone. It's time for announcements now. I know that we have our board meeting after fellowship today, and that at two o'clock this afternoon, you all are invited out to Bear Raven, where Grandfather Roy Wilson is going to lead people in drumming and singing and some storytelling. Um, Gosh, I'm going to have to push a button. I don't know if I know the right one, but maybe Dr. Daria can tell us about um, Circle in two more weeks on the last weekend of the month. Let me see. Yes, good morning. Um, Circle America, which is a discussion when we discuss a, a book and film uh, discussion this particular month, the fourth Sunday from 3 to 4.30 Pacific time. We'll be, discussing, we'll be discussing Deconstructing Karen, uh, which is a look at the, the role in race of racism and equity of white women in America. So we invite you to join us. And if you're interested, there is a notice that comes out through Unity on the mail list. Please let Unity know or contact me by chat today. <laughs> All right. On the chat that we're on on Zoom. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any other announcements? Okay. 
Then we will say our unity statement together now. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And now, if you would stand, if you're in the house, for our song of joy, Joy in My Heart, it is page 340. Many of you are familiar with my offbeat prayers for the modern mystic. And today we are going to read the memo to God followed by the memo from God. So the memo to God. I come to you with both love and confusion in my heart. Some days I feel certain. I feel your love and peace. I am grateful for life. Other days I am lost. I question things, I worry, I procrastinate. Do you test me or do I test myself? Is there a deeper meaning to life? Are we truly on the edge of evolutionary leap in consciousness or am I needing to believe something that is not there because I am delusional? Is confusion a delusion? One day I am perfectly happy and mentally peaceful, and the next day I am so self and other critical that I want to have a head replacement. Am I headed in the right direction? Is something happening here? One day I think nothing is happening, and the next day I think too much is going on. I think you can see the problem. Free me from this back and forth mental mania. 
My heart can no longer stand the bondage of my mind. I hunger for your continuing joy and constant peace. I have become your fruit and cannot bear to be taken from your vine. I have tasted the divine and I can no longer quench my thirst with earthly wine. Liberate me from my fluctuating states of consciousness so that I might permanently dwell in your love and tenderness. Please heed my need and get back to me. ASAP. Memo from God. I received your memo early this morning and am sorry to see that you are suffering from low self-esteem and perception deception. I am sending down a few angels to console you. Until then, I ask you to remain calm. This temporary phase that you are going through will shortly be relieved. It is not unusual for humans to go through this sort of impermanent situation. You are a light. You are a light being operating through a human body. Your light has increased so much lately that your body is having to go through quite an adjustment. Just as you have often become too big for your britches, you now are experiencing the effects of being too big for your body. Keep the faith and know that I love you. All this will make sense soon and you will see the beauty of my plan in your life. Please welcome the angels and take time to feel their presence. I am preparing a place for you. It is a place of great peace. I will never forsake you. You can depend on this. You do not walk alone. God. Thank you, Eileen. And next we will sing our meditation song, which is Sunlight on page 114.
Very nice choice. Good choice. It's time now for our affirmations. And if you would join me, please, we will say these together. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experience. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. I am at peace, knowing everything I need comes to me in the perfect time and in the perfect way. And today we will say the Progressive Lord's Prayer, followed by the Alleluia. Please join me. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I am. I am thy kingdom come, I am thy will being done. I am on earth, even as I am in heaven. I am giving this day daily bread to all. I am forgiving all life, even as I am also all life forgiving me. I am leading all people from temptation. I am delivering all people from error. For I am the kingdom, I am the power, and I am the glory of God in eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am. Dr. Daria Funches. You might be a little confused because we've swapped around. One of the great things about our speakers is how generous they are in helping each other with their schedules. So um, today, on the second Sunday, we're going to hear from Dr. Daria. She's continuing her series, Embrace Your Spiritual Destiny in 2023. Good morning. Welcome Zoom land and uh, hello into the beautiful sanctuary on this glorious day. I don't know where you are right now in the geography of the planet, but um, here in Washington state, it is a gorgeous, sunny, cool day. And I hope you're appreciating whatever it is, <laughs> weather-wise, wherever you are, <laughs> that you can feel some grace today by the weather around you and the weather within you. I've been doing a series on Embrace Your Spiritual Destiny in 2023, since January 2023, and have explored different aspects of destiny. Today, the subtitle that I'm exp 
exploring and sharing with you in a message is providence points to our destinies. Providence points to our destinies. And when I say destinies, I don't mean just us as individuals. I'm talking about us as individuals and us collectively. The destiny of humanity from a spiritual perspective, which is to unfold into the infinite consciousness of our creator through the expression of our souls. And that does not have anything to do with how long our bodies last <laughs> on this journey on planet Earth. It has to do with the eternal nature of the soul. How we recognize our respective souls that spirit keeps pointing us to. <laughs> what part of us most wants to be revealed? What part of us most needs to be healed for that revealing to take place? What part of us needs to recognize the truth that the lies around us, and maybe sometimes the lies we tell ourselves, conceal? We're on a journey here that can reveal our genius, can reveal all our gifts, can be God expressing through us. We talk about providence. What? What is it? It's usually when we use it to express God's care and comfort for humanity. God's comfort and care for those who surrender to it, have faith in it, and believe in it, and walk according to the direction we get. Are we paying attention? to God's providence, to God's comfort and care? Or do we have in our mind that something else is the plan? What I had in mind and how the vision was going to work out exactly. Maybe my view on providence, and if it's not unfolding in the timing I had in mind, I can remember once Spirit told me, oh, the vision that we gave you after I already got here and got to this land and made the journey and the commitment and was obedient. Oh, that's going to take about 20, 22 years. And I'm like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> It'll take about 20 some years before some of those people show up that we showed you in the vision. God has a sense of humor. <laughs> I was clear that that was not sufficient. But who am I in my personality self to question 
the plans of providence, to question the omniscience and omnipresence of creator and providence. I mean, I can question, but if I use that questioning to slow down or to interfere or to be in my own way, I really should expect the consequences of that, shouldn't I? Because I couldn't see how providence was going to sustain me prior to the unfolding of things I had been shown. I'm like, well, how's that gonna work 20 years from now? I need this now, I need that now, this needs to happen next year, and blah, blah, blah. whatever it was that you can see or I could see with my intellect. Oh, providence is a phenomenal thing. And what's even more significant about how phenomenal it is, is how it is to work with divine providence and human providence together. <laughs> because there is an overlap. There is such a thing. Because the Daily Word reminds us today about what? The care and comfort that we can give. How our heart will tell us or pull us into sometimes wanting to reach out to actually reaching out to offering whatever is needed to whomever is in need at that time. But sometimes our idea of what is needed <laughs> is not accurate. Let me say that again. <laughs> That's the issue with human providence. <laughs> the human inter overlapping with the divine over and over as we evolve. And as we evolve and unfold our souls to that part of creation where we are sparked by and working toward and in our infinite consciousness of creator, the part that is within us of creator. As we do that, we come closer and closer to accurate discernment. We come closer and closer to hearing what is not said, but what is real and true. We come closer to knowing the difference between the truth and the lie. We come closer to recognizing who we truly are, light, having this human experience in a body, spirit and light having this human experience in a body. So to really work in partnership with divine providence, we have to what? Have those spirit ears working. <laughs> I remember one time uh, spirit told me to give this precious stone that had been given to me by one of my uh, teachers early on. And I, it was a precious stone. I mean, I would have sounded like that character in that <laughs> was going, oh my precious about his ring, right? <laughs> I'm going. Oh my goodness, 
I heard this give the stone to this woman who was on this journey. And I was like, you would have thought someone had told me to give it to her and was standing there to take it from me. I put it in my pocket <laughs> just for a minute. <laughs> I didn't want to give it up. And I did. I gave it up. And I said to myself, this stone has been helpful to me. And it may be helpful to her. And I shared it with her, gave it to her. Tears flowed down her face. Because it had a deeper meaning that I wasn't aware of at the time. I told her how I got it, who gave it to me, how it had helped me. And it was absolutely what, what it represented, what it symbolized was the power of her connection to creator. That color and that kind of stone is what it symbolized for her. That moment of her letting me know what it meant to her and among her people was worth the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. But, you know, I have to tell you, first I put it in my pocket, however many years ago that was. I wasn't ready to give up my stone. What do you mean give it to her, you know? <laughs> so sometimes in our human efforts of care and comfort, we don't have the same idea of divine providence. I've seen it in families where a, one of the children wants to take over the finances of the parent says they're not competent. <laughs> the parent is still, as far as they're concerned, in charge of their finances, but the children start fighting over the finances and who's going to be in control. In their mind, they're doing something in the best interest of the parent, only fighting among themselves for who's gonna be in charge. Is that divine providence? No, but in their mind and in their prayers, they are doing what's in the best interest. We all have this sovereignty and this free will about how we wish to live our lives, how we wish to end this life, what kind of comfort and care we want from others if we can have the foresight and insight to ask for it and to allow it to be? Are we paying attention? Are we asking creator, point me with your providence, point me in the direction of my destiny? And then do we listen? And then do we obey? And then do we walk out what we are shown? I know there are times when people want to see the entire path and plan before they take one step that they are shown. I know that doesn't apply to anybody here. There's nobody in the sanctuary or on the Zoom who has that much uh, need to 
uh, control or be on top of the game. I, I'm sure I'm talking to people out there somewhere else. But I can say that I have been familiar with that. I've, I've heard a step. I've been shown a step. And I eagerly went and did the step, right? I have been shown another piece. And then I go, hmm. Huh. <laughs> well, if I do that, you know, then the mind can go away with you. Your history can go away with you. You can start telling yourself stories about what will happen if you follow this particular part of the vision that you're being shown. That may be a story about your past. And this is one of the ways that providence points us to our destiny is to show us things, give us the opportunity to act on it. <laughs> and then experience that it is not a repetition of something we saw in our past that we're trying to avoid. But as long as I'm not willing to freely take that step, I'm busy doing my other plans of how I know the gap is going to be closed between the potential reality that is in my soul and the actual reality that lives around me and that I am living at this moment. But if I listen and I have prayed for God's comfort and care, and support on this journey of the vision I'm walking out and of the journey of embracing my spiritual destiny, then I'll be shown and I'll obey. And sometimes even a trial or tribulation is coming and <laughs> for me to deal with. And I'm going, uh-huh, you told me to do this, I did it. And so except the equation is, I follow your guidance and everything will be a piece of cake. I don't think I ever read that, studied that, or was informed by any of my teachers or by my own, as my mother would say, common sense would tell you that's not true. <laughs> but the trials and tribulations are often doing what? They are preparing me. For years when I would have a challenge regarding whatever I was working on with this land, which has been a great laboratory for me for learning, I must say, following uh, God's vision. And each year I can celebrate what I've been taught and what I'm learning in that laboratory of spirit. But I was a time when I would experience something and I'd go like, well, I did what you told me. Isn't that supposed to mean that everything's, you know. <laughs> now, it's not because I, I learned that in Sunday school. It's not because I learned that in Bible study. I just had this wish. And I perceived myself as trusting and faithful. So part of what I've been learning for a couple of decades ago was what really it means to trust, 
what really it means to know that providence is that care and comfort, to know that uh, I don't have to be in providence in the way that I expect to be in providence, but that I am receiving God's providence no matter what the circumstances may look like around me, as long as I am doing what? A, paying attention. B, being in prayer. Three, following, even though only one step I might see. When you make that altar call in some churches, you're called down to make your commitment to come down to the altar to pray, to say, to affirm that I am following the teachings of Jesus, that I'm committing here and now, no matter what struggle I may appear to be in, I am committing to my own healing. I am committing to releasing whatever burdens or wounds are not worthy of me being in sync with that Christ consciousness. I am letting go. And that means I heal myself or I agree to work with healers that I trust, all the above. Because I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And this is whether we're talking about the strength of the embodiment of creator whether you are looking in a path of Hinduism, whether you're looking at a path of Buddhism, whether you're looking at a path of Islam, whether you're looking at a path of Ifa, whatever pathways you may be looking at, you may be have been born into. You are accepting that. So, and let me share something with you from the scripture on this. Because the excitement when everything comes together in Providence, that the people show up, the uh, <laughs> who you can recognize as part of your journey. You look at Philippians when, where Paul and Timothy were speaking to the Philippians and he says, I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Hmm. That's in Philippians chapter four, verses 10 through 13. 
And also, uh, you know, providence is something that comes in these certain circumstances. You might be in a circumstance of danger. And you look back and say, oh, what a horrible thing. But then if you really look deeply, there are times when these situations of danger also bring with them an awareness of something that you thought you were done with and you're not. Brings up a trauma, brings up a drama, brings up a wound. And so the person who's putting you in a situation of danger is also bringing that up. And they're bringing it up at a time just when you were getting ready to have an intensive session with Dr. Daria. And they're bringing it up just at a time when someone else showed up that you count on to help as well. That's providence. And in Romans 8, verse 28, we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So if you have those prayers where you're asking, uh, like the Lord's Prayer, the forgiveness, and, uh, and you're affirming that you're being led away from error, and you're affirming that, um, that there is God who is active and present in your life and wherever you are, God is. And you're doing all those affirmations that are part of the foundation of unity. Then in doing those, you are calling for providence. Creation is already happening. You are unfolding those aspects of the soul that want to be revealed. You're unfolding more and more light. You're not going to be controlled by those first three chakras. They're part of the power of who you are, but you're becoming filled with light. Call on and pray for your light body. We know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We are birthing an infinitely conscious humanity. Yeah, I know you, you thought you were getting rid of the labor pains and that was only for the women, but guys too, we are birthing, <laughs> all of us. We are birthing. this consciousness of the infinite substance and source in humanity. So we may be having some labor pains, but providence is present. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel and part of that light is a reflection of who we are. We may see the sun outside the cave we've been curating ourselves in and growing out of our cocoon. We may see that sun and we have a sun within. For the kingdom is the Lord's and mother, father, God rules over nations. We are building a different consciousness. It is not the consciousness of fear. It is not the consciousness of, of uh, government politics. It is not the consciousness of oppression. You know that Jesus did teachings 
that really lifted up the disinherited and helped all to see and make a choice to be chosen, to be more and more and more of a human being. This is what we're finding out. This is what we're learning. This is what we're birthing. And this is why we see glimpses of things that we shake our heads and say, man's inhumanity to man, how can this happen? Because we are birthing something else. And it is our time and it is providence and it is promised and we have God's covenant and we can make our agreement to be obedient, to follow, to live no matter how short or how long. Because every time we make our commitment, every time we make that prayer again, every time we seek that communion with creator, we know in the beginning, there is the middle and the end. <laughs> we have a new beginning every time we do it. And creator's here with us in the beginning. The Lord is here with us in the beginning and in the middle and in the end. Wherever you felt the spiritual call, wherever you felt the power of the Holy Spirit, wherever you felt that active intelligence moving through you and with you, then call upon that same feeling. Be led spiritually. Be in request of the light body that you carry to see that fully. When I fully embrace my light body, woo! <laughs> All kinds of things happen. I have to tell you that another time. We don't have time today. But all kinds of things happened in my body that I would say, oh my goodness, is that possible? And yes, it is possible physically to carry the light body and to have that transmute your physical presence. So let us be willing to carry this light, which our heart first opens to and allows us to pull in, to give care and comfort, to receive care and comfort, to be more in sync with the divine in the providence and care and love that we offer. And it's not dependent on what party you're in or what the color of your skin is or where you live, but bringing that providence, human providence in our care and comfort as expressions of most high and beloved Holy Spirit. Because we are light and we are spirits and we are souls unfolding the heaven on earth. The more we become clear vessels, the more we are reflecting the light of God and we're able to reflect and move as the will of God. The more we become clear vessels, the more we perceive and deliver the truth of any and all situations. <laughs> we don't have to be worrying about how can I get so-and-so to see the truth instead of the lie? 
we keep expressing that love that comes with that light. And if there is enough light, others begin to see themselves when they see you. Others begin to hear themselves when they hear you. When they hear you, your truth, your presence, the more we become clear vessels, the more we as humanity give birth to a conscious world expressing as creator, as conscious Christ, as embodiments of God. The spark of divinity is within all of us and in all of us is creation and we are related and we are connected and we are one. So sometimes your knee may act up. Sometimes your back may act up. <laughs> sometimes somebody in your family may act up. It's still a part of you. We are having a collective journey, everyone. And let's all do our part for divine and human providence to care for and be cared for to be loved, to be comforted. The wisdom and care of Most High and Beloved Holy Spirit. Let us close our eyes. Let us take a deep breath. And before we go into our meditation, I'm asking Nina Songbird to sing a song that expresses this message and she can unmute or someone can unmute her. Nina is one of my daughters. Let her sing this song to us a cappella. From Delaware. Nina, there she is. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The cross before me the world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me. 
I'm not turned back. I'm not turned back. Though none go with still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. I'm not turned back. I'm not turned back. My cross I'll carry till I see Jesus. My cross I'll carry till I see Jesus. My cross I'll carry till I see Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. I have decided to Follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. I'll not turn back. No turning back. No, no. I'll not turn back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let the church say amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> say amen and the blessings upon the voice of spirit. It's because whatever it is that you were born to do, whatever it is you agreed to do before you came through the birth canal, whatever it is that you said yes to being on this earth, is still here with you with a set of choices, a set of experiences and the history of God showing you providence. So with that knowingness, embrace whatever next step is here for you, even though it may look dangerous, it may look as if you're going by yourself. Let us meditate on this message and providence in your life.
inhale, three big breaths to get yourself in your center, in your center and in the center of the universe. One, inhale from the center of the earth into the center of your being. into your soul, exhale, two more times, inhale, exhale, lips slightly parted, third time, be in the presence of the Holy Spirit, and most high, inhale, has to be shown, God's providence, in your life <clears throat> today, in a way that you recognize it and know it in your bones, in yourselves. And whatever it is that you are nudged and guided to do, say, I will accept. Know that you are being held loved and that you are the expression of God's love and care and the joy it brings. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I am the origin and the fulfillment. I am that I am. May the Lord bless and keep you on your journey and that you embrace your spiritual destiny. And so it is, Ashe, Amen, Alleluia, all my relations. Shalom, Shalom. Okay. Thank you everyone. May your day be a blessing to you and others. Nina, even um, over Zoom, I got chills. Thank you. 
Uh, next, we will have our offering. We'd like to thank everyone who has sent um, money, checks donated to the church here at 800 South Pearl Street. You can also donate on our website at unityofcentralia.net. And we thank you for all the ways that you give here of your time and talent and your treasure. So let us say our offering prayer together as you hold your offering in your hands or hearts. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. And it is time for our healing prayer. If you would like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, you can speak their name out or hold them quietly in your hearts. Uh, members of our church have requested that we send out healing prayers and energy to all people and animals displaced by war and natural disasters. And of course, our focus this weekend is on the people in Morocco. Hmm. Uh, the members of our communities who struggle to meet basic human needs, and those you mentioned now who we will pray for. We want to also um, remember Hallie, 
who is having more appointments before her upcoming surgery on September 29th for John and Dixie, who we continue to pray for, and for Mariette, who um, has health issues that she has shared with us before, and anyone else that you mention now. Does anyone on Zoom wish to make any prayer requests? Danny Davis. So um, for all of the people in your hearts and minds and those we have mentioned, we say, Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. And together, let's say our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And we will sing our peace song, and while folks are getting up and getting ready for that, I'd like to thank everyone who made today's service possible. Thank you so much, Dr. for your message, Eileen, for the reading for the great music, Joanne for the slides, and Tom for the technical setup. And um, if, for anyone who doesn't know, all of these services are available online at unityofcentralia.net. So within a few days, um, this talk and all the previous ones will be available for you to see. So check it out. Also, next Sunday, uh, Mariette Jones, our licensed Unity teacher from Ontario, Canada, will be here in person. So come check us out. Yeah, I'll be coming too.